live. Hey. Hey, welcome back. Yo. Hi. Hey. Hello. I understand you guys are real hot up in Calgary right now. It's smoky today. It's and smoky, smoky as hell. Where yeah. are the fires right now? Yellowknife. They evacuated the whole city. Oh. You know, I actually did see that because an old high school person, like, marked themselves safe on Facebook. Yeah. That's scary shit. That I've been in that city. It's cool, but the like there is definitely a lot of trees. So if that spreads to that city, that's going to be really bad. Oh, I've I've actually never been to any of the territories. W- what were you doing in Yellowknife? Uh work. I was up there for a week. Okay. Back in 2008, maybe. Okay. Cool. I think it's spread down to BC as well because I got a BC friend that's got an evacuation order going on. So. Actually, Aaron's family, yeah, tw- it's 20 minutes from their house in Kelowna, so... Oh, that's Jesus. scary. So we're a, a little worried right now. <laughs> that's scary. Uh, well, I yeah. guess if it's going towards BC, it's not heading your direction. If it's coming from Yellowknife, if it's going west. Yeah, like it's kind of surrounding Alberta as of right now, probably in the top of Alberta, maybe encroaching a little bit, but we're getting a lot of the smoke today. Right. Damn. Yeah, it's too bad. Uh, surprisingly, it's not on fire down here, uh, but I'm sure it's going to come later th- this summer. We always get it. Sure, yeah. But other than fire, how's your week been? Yeah. You guys doing anything cool? Nope. What about no. you, John? Anything new going on with you? Quiet. Honestly, yeah. like, I haven't been feeling the best, so, Uh-oh. like... I'm assuming it's because of the smoke. But yeah, Hopefully. sure. Low energy. Low energy lately. Okay. And I hope it's not COVID. I know so many people who are getting it again. I right really now. hope it's not COVID because I have two conventions next week. Or sorry, the next Ooh. two weeks rather, that is. If I were you, oh. I would be real cautious right now because I know, like I said, a lot of people are getting this new strain. Yeah. So. Get, a good, get some good masks. Which conventions are they? Uh, next week, I leave on Thursday, so I won't be on next week's show. Uh, okay. I'll be at Indie PopCon in Indianapolis. I'll be there with a bunch of my friends oh. from like Normal Boots cool. and just YouTube in general. I'll be doing Throne Controllers as per usual and some other stuff. Uh, and then the week after that's PAX West, and I guess right. we're back to doing PAXs now. So. Oh, you're doing PAX. The, the one PAX I decided to skip out on, you you went to it this time, <laughs> <laughs> as opposed to the last few that I was doing. No, Ugh. I mean, because uh, Emil was like, yeah, we got to do it. We should go back. I'm like, yeah, screw it. Let's do it. So I got to get used to being back in big cons at some point. That's cool. Yeah. I, uh, Apparently, I decided somehow back I'm... to back was the best plan. <laughs> <laughs> somehow, I, I still got on the, like, press email list for this PAX despite not putting my name in uh, so I've, I get like 40 emails a day you'll, <laughs> how PAX you'll, I still get them from when I applied back in like 2015 or something like that so they just oh, they okay. just leave you on the list I guess yeah maybe um, anyways I'll maybe I'll go to whatever the next one is which I guess since there's no south that would be next year's east maybe I'll go yeah. back to Boston we'll see We're, I'm probably back to usual PAX rotation now so I'll like to be at east and west so sure Ass- yeah. unless something happens i don't know but like, yeah, i'm yeah, assuming yeah, right yeah. now business is used to be sure well, uh be careful with those crowds god yeah uh well let's do some podcasting top-down perspective for august 17th i'm sean booker i'm paul fleck john wheeler 
Uh, let's start with you, John. What are you playing? Uh, I finished up Illusion Island. Got that done 100% oh, okay. now. okay. 100%. Nice. Okay, okay yeah. I gotta ask. Do you ever get a fast travel? Yes, but... Because um, <laughs> I so, know there's those, like, balloon things. Yeah, okay. Which those do fast travel you. I don't understand how they select where you go. There are there are balloons that are like predetermined warps they put in the game. There's like two or three sets of them. So it's like this one will lead you from like the bottom of the map to like the top middle and stuff like that. They're predetermined. Okay. Ones. But once you get to the point where it's like, oh, the game should be over now. Uh, it even warns you like, hey, if you put these because the whole point is you're collecting these three MacGuffins, these three books. Yeah. Uh, once you I give all three. Yeah. Once you get all three and you bring them back to the actual like place they want you to put them they'll be like hey just a warning uh you need these to find some items and you'll have to like you'll have to do without them for a while uh so i went and did 100 percent at that point and got everything and then it turns out when you put those books on the shelf they give you fast travel oh thank god and my hope is you could fast travel to any mailbox you are correct yes okay that is the great. fast travel <laughs> good that would have helped a lot for 100 percenting. i probably would have been would done an so. hour faster <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Makes sense. But yeah, no, there, so there is actual fast travel in the game. And it's, uh, once you get it, it's pretty good. But, but by the time you get it, it is only for 100% of the game. Because you basically, I think there was maybe 30 minutes of game left when okay. they gave me the fast travel. So, like, if yeah, you're so going to do cleaning up. Yeah. Now, here's an interesting thing, and this is not what I expected. Because first off, I forgot this was the Battletoads 2020 devs. I did not yep. realize this was D-Lala, like that they were the same studio. Right, uh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, they put in a secret mode. If you collect all those little glimpses, the little like little blue souls, the sparks, the fires, whatever you call them, yep. you unlock Iron Mouse mode, which is a one-life-only mode. So there is an extra difficulty you can unlock in the game that will literally, if you die once, that's it. Your game is locked and you have to delete the file and start anew. Cool. Okay. So that that's, that's interesting. Yeah. Because the last time we talked about it, we both were like, it's a pretty chill game. But I actually found when I was going for that second book, there mm -hmm. was some actual platforming where I was like, I need to like time these jumps. I need to actually yeah. think third book onwards i was actually dying a decent amount okay, yeah. like i was i was cool. playing sloppy yeah. i'll admit but like there was there's some genuine challenge there. i was like oh okay this is not just a full walk in the park okay yeah i was pleasantly surprised as well i i probably died about a dozen times total just from like and i had like full hearts but i was just taking like constant hits because yeah. like a lot and like a lot of, i even died on like a boss finally which i was like because the bosses were pretty easy up to that point but the game is so hilariously generous with checkpoints, like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. That's what I was kind of saying is, like, because when you're collecting the glimpse, the reward is more hearts. And I was like, why don't I just put on, like, like max hearts? Because even if I do die, it's like it, it's like seven seconds it's setting me back. Yeah. Like, this, there's, like, no penalty. So why am the, I only sticking with, like, three plus the yeah. bonuses? Iron Mouse mode is why. Because you can't yeah. pick unlimited hearts in Iron Mouse mode. So it, it actually does help there. But the irony is, if you play Iron Mouse mode in multiplayer, you can just revive each other, no problem. So oh. <laughs> apparently it's still fairly easy if you do that. Yeah, because I've, I've been pretty much exclusively playing it 
multiplayer and it's real easy because anytime we get hit we just give each other a hug and get a heart back yeah, yeah. no I've, I've had to do it single player so it, like i i really enjoy the movement in that game like when you get all like your abilities like you you move pretty well yeah is there uh, anything after the what's the last one i got the grind rail maybe you already got flap right or like glide whatever you want to call it that's like the first one you get yeah i mean that's like the fifth one but yeah the, the like the double jump no glide like literally a glide uh, oh i don't think i have glide then okay okay yeah you go it goes like uh wall jump double jump or like vice versa uh something else swimming is in there swimming is like pounds. the last one you get weirdly enough you oh, get okay, you get eight swimming. moves and two of them are oh, tied eight. to swimming yeah yeah, I guess like I have a get, couple more. Yeah, gliding, grind rails, uh, ground pound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's yeah, there's like six six normal moves, and then swimming and like dash swimming, and then that's it. You can see what what moves you have and what you're missing by just going to the abilities menu. It's just there. Yeah, I thought I I thought I had, and I thought it was it was full, but you know, I haven't played it for like three weeks, so. Yeah, no, I had a good time with it. It was fun. Like <clears throat> it has that Disney charm. Uh, I did feel it overstate its welcome a little bit, but that is probably because I 100%ed the game before fast travel was unlocked, and I am kicking myself for that one. But yep. they, the way they kind of framed things made me think probably not a good idea. So if you if you for some reason want to do that, Sean, do it after you've beaten the game. Do it as post-game. Because it will be uh, way is, faster and way easier. There is no way I'm going to 100% this I know. game. I know. I just was saying it. Yep. Just well, Maybe this was the tip. one time. <laughs> appreciate yeah. it so finish that uh also can let's talk about uh our lord and savior turbo overkill because that okay, came out game's great that game is fantastic that came out officially 1.0 last week and i hadn't played it before up until like saturday on cookie and holy shit where's that been in my life because that is so good yeah, it is definitely the uh, blood dragon of boomer shooters. It is, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> it's so I was just about to say, good. like, I'm four seconds yeah. into this trailer, and I'm like, is this Doom? This looks like Doom. Yeah, so it's like Doom, Duke Nukem 3D, Quake, mm, whatever you yeah. want to compare it to. Like, it's a twitchy, twitchy shooter, which I guess boomer shooters is the current subtitle for that the, genre the, now. The new moniker, yeah. Yeah. It does go a little bit above and beyond, though, because there is platforming in this one, like wall running and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, there's wall running, slides. platforming slides. You, are, you get a double jump by default. You get a midair dash yeah. by default. You get, sorry, a double midair dash by default. There's uh, a decent amount of verticality from what I remember. Yeah, there's well. a lot of good movement in it. So, yeah. And it's pretty solid shooting. You get like uh, secondary fire for most of your guns pretty fast. Uh, there's collectibles in the stages. There's like augments you get all a Deus Ex that can give you extra abilities and stuff like that. Like, it's pretty yep. good. I'm really, yeah. really enjoying the hell out of it. That's about it. Cool. Nice. Okay. Paul. Uh, it's just been Baldur's Gate 3, man. I don't know what you want me to say. Like, that game is going to take me the rest of my life to finish. Yeah. <laughs> so I need to keep going. Um, I picked up Baldur's Gate 3 after the podcast last week. Okay. I saw that. So Um, I know you went on a little bit of a trip thinking like, how can I get this working on my Steam Deck for a bit? Did you get it working okay on that? It it actually, well, it's going to be your definition of okay. I think for you, it won't be okay. I think it's running fine. It's like a solid, 
No, I shouldn't say solid. On average, I get about 25 frames a second. So it works, though. Like it, it runs. works. Yes. And there's okay. even some guides out there to be like, hey, swap these settings around. You'll get a little bit more. And that got me a little right. bit more. But um, you're not okay. going to get over like 30. So, but, right. you know, I think it's fine. I think it's fine because this game is slow. Like, I'm sure. not doing anything fast in this game. And any, if anything, yeah. it's like I'm doing a lot of reading and then I'm like save scumming my way through these fights that keep kicking my ass. Yeah, okay. My first question to you was going to be like I know you don't I don't think you have any experience with like D&D 5e rules specifically. No. Uh so as somebody who doesn't have any experience in that, how how was the onboarding for you? Because there's things that like I take for granted, I think, or like people that play D&D take for granted, like opportunity attacks are a thing and I just know that. I don't so, even know what like, that means. If you're in melee range of somebody and you try to get out of their range, they will attack you for free. Okay, so here's my question. How come my characters don't do that? They do. (laughs) Well, how come my characters aren't doing that? Because the opponents you're facing are programmed to only leave your range and allow you an opportunity to attack when it's beneficial for them because they're okay. All right. I don't know. I feel like I'm seeing people run away and it's like, why can't my guy attack you? My guy's got a hammer. So pro tip for you, if you're in melee range and you really need to get somebody out of the thing, there will be a little arrow, red arrow that appears when you try to move away, like when you mouse over or whatever, that'll show that they're going to do an attack of opportunity on you. So you want to take your action to do the disengage action, which will take your action point for that turn for that character, but allow them to leave the area safely. Uh, without. Okay. So anyway, to get back to your question... Uh, I think it does a pretty bad job. And yeah, right. what I think, because like I'm I'm slowly making my way through it, probably in the least optimal way compared to like what I could be doing. Um, uh-huh. As a result, I'm safe scumming a whole bunch and that's fine. It's not a big issue. But sure. there are there are so many things I can do. And this game's kind of big thing is like it's an immersive sim basically of like anything's going to work. If you, if you just think of like a system, we've, we've kind of put it in there and what, and it's an, and it's making me think of things that typically aren't doable in games or at least games that would look like this. You know, like I, I look at, I look at tactics games for a lot of it and it's like jumping is not a thing in tactics games, but you could just like jump above someone and that. Yeah. Anyways, I think what, what I've been thinking a lot about this is, I wish it had the Zelda Breath of the Wild or Tears of the Kingdom shrines where they are teaching you, hey, this is what this action does. And here's two or three ways that you can like implement it before you can get out of this shrine. That would be fantastic. So, yeah, this is kind of what like when I was talking about it last week being like, even though I know D&D, I had to relearn how to play games for this game because you don't play this like a game. You play it like D&D. And then I had a lot more fun with it because yeah. of the things that you're saying, like I can't move this rock. But if I use my grease, I can or I can use this bottle of water to put out the fire in that area, like just shit like that, that you don't inherently think of because games don't do that usually. <laughs> Well, like an immersive sim would, and but I'm just, you know, this this is a pretty 
like it's a pretty wide variety that they're doing here and and there's a lot of different things that you can do that i'm yeah. very not used to so i'm not even kind of yeah. thinking in these terms or because i don't know these terms and it seems like every kind of action it's like oh you know you can you can use this action to like like jump for example you can use it to like get over something you can also use it to like climb this area you can use the same action that me would think is a combat action outside of combat which that's a whole other yep. thing as well that i'm pretty regularly like i that is not a typical thing in 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 the games i'm playing um it's usually like here's a combat mode here's your list of actions here's traversal mode here's your list of actions but they're all the same in this one um yeah so that's why i would love these shrines specifically these shrines because the shrines are always like hey here's a really short puzzle just to kind of get you warmed up here's a harder puzzle so you're going to think about a little differently and here's a chest over to the side where you're gonna have to think in a like kind of sideways if you want to get that chest for a little bonus i need that's exactly what i need for like jump for hide for push for grease for for stealth for anything like i would love to be honest with you if a modder isn't making a like mod for this game that is just a series of escape rooms to see how cleverly you can get out of them what are we doing because that sounds like the game i actually really want to play right now that does sound like a lot of fun that sounds great yeah but yeah some the onboarding for this game i felt would be very much tilted towards like oh yeah these guys like DD, so fuck them like they know what they're doing (laughs) when there's a lot of people that pick this game up who aren't part of that crowd so i was wondering if like they are getting more frustrated or what's going on seems like no one's frustrated with this game like the review scores are off the charts the sales are off the charts it's yeah what i've been kind of hearing is like i'm like it's it's zelda or this for game of the year like everyone was like oh it's gonna be zelda but then this came out and it's like oh hang on wait a second (laughs) like which is which is a pretty big feat like good for them um sure yeah uh, but kind of similar to like Elden Ring is when, cause another, you know, kind of new genre for me loading into that, starting it up and that, and that also being like, Hey, we took you this new genre for you, Sean, and made it really wide open. So now you're extra confused. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, the, the amount of possibilities is a little paralyzing. I will say all the narrative stuff, cause there's, there's a heavy narrative. I, I'm, I'm digging every time I can chat with someone and there's like, trees uh conversation trees that's great i love all that stuff big narrative fan here um but i've i've pretty much just kind of gotten a guide now much like i did for elden ring in just like a what should i do next and then what's kind of interesting about the guides i'm finding online first off they're all different and second off it'll be like hey if you want to do it this way this is what our whoever wrote this they did it this one way but there's a bunch of other ways so that's kind of just giving me at least a framework of like Oh, I didn't even realize like my characters could do that. Okay, maybe sure. I will actually try that. So that's actually kind of helping me out. Um, and it's, I'm it's curious if you me... have an example. Like, what's a thing that like when you read it, you're like, "Holy shit, I can do!" Like, okay, what is um, one of these? You get to the Emerald Grove, and Saza the Goblin is there, and she's she's trapped in the cage, and you could get her out. Mm-hmm. And then the guide was telling me. Um, okay. And then go behind that cage and jump over and there's a door. And I was like, and that's when I learned, oh, you can use jump outside of combat to oh. just kind of get around. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, this okay. is, this, I yeah. would not have even thought that was an option. 
you can jump into a chasm and just kill yourself if you want yeah. to. I've I've definitely done I've stuff done like it that a few for times. Sure. Yeah, just for fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. But it's just this way of thinking because there's not a not a lot of games yeah. have like here's the rule set for the game. It's it's here's the yeah. combat rule set. Like that's what that's what I'm used to. Yeah. I got a little bit curious this week of like how far do they push this? Like what level is the cap? And I found out what level was the cap and I thought that makes sense because there is a point in D&D where if you get a high enough level, you are like a literal god. You have spells like wish that is literally just like make a wish and it like will come true essentially. So I was wondering like how they would deal with like that really high level godlike stuff. And the answer is they don't because I d they can't mechanically. So I was like, oh, yeah, okay. okay, that that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> but uh, I guess that's where like the multi-classing comes in. And the fact that you can multi-class in this game is incredible. Uh, Did you make a, um, a custom character? My main character is a custom character, but all my party members I'm leaving exactly with uh, like as if the computer is playing with me. I'm not touching their characters on uh, except for the stuff that it allows me to like choose what their cantrip is for the level up or whatever. I uh, I didn't make a custom character. Um, okay, who are you playing? I'm I'm playing Carlac. I think I'm pronouncing. Oh, it right. you picked a good one! Holy shit! You yeah, she's she's cool. But unfortunately, whatever what I think I realized is the character you do pick, they don't talk as much. So I think I'm losing right. their personality by playing as them because now they need to be this kind of quiet character that's oh. responding. And I do have things like I can respond as Carlac would, but I'm not hearing their voice ever unless I'm oh. selecting a different character and then like doing a conversation through that so that they become the secondary one. But I'm not really doing that because Carlac's really nice because anytime I get in a scenario, she just scares everyone and then they give me everything and I don't have to fight them. <laughs> right uh, yeah um, i was wondering if it just replaced the character or just made you like a, a carbon copy of them so i guess it's interesting that you just take that role away now yeah I, and i mean they, i am they, curious do you know what still, her story is do they give you her backstory maybe at like the beginning a, a short thing but hmm. um i i can't okay. like talk to her and learn about her maybe if i switch to someone else and then talk to her i guess i haven't tried that Oh, right. Um, okay. I have picked up a bit of her story just from people like reacting to her. Like Will does not like her, for example, and stuff like that. Um, but right. anyway, so, you know, I picked a character I thought was really cool, but unfortunately I'm like missing out on the personality of that character now. So it's a bit of a double edged sword. But the nice thing about that is um, I get more of the like pre-made characters in my party as opposed to having to sacrifice one of those slots for my custom character sure yeah and uh carlac is one of my favorite characters so he's cool i just don't know what her personality is like because she doesn't talk <laughs> that, see that part hurts me to hear yeah. because that's one of my favorite parts of yeah her, but so. whatever she's also awesome because she has reckless attack and that's just overpowered it's just so good yeah, I, I mean, I'm definitely using her like that. So that's why I'm always like, how come she's not hitting these people when they're like running away? Like she has a cool hammer <laughs> and she, I have her like boosted up right now. And anyways, yeah, uh, I also don't think Carlac can hook up with anyone because she's like fire. Well, I mean, keep playing anyways. Okay. What like what time? What point did you get to? I so, guess 
if you oh, can even quantify That's kind of hard to say because, again, it opens up and you have, like, multiple quests. Another thing where I was like, okay, can a guy just kind of tell me, like, which ones should I prioritize? Because, like, I was walking into areas where it's like, wow, these people are, like, two levels above me. I should probably do this later. And I went into the guide, and, yeah, they did it later. Uh, I just kind of finished the, um, the like, the Goblin Siege on the Emerald Grove. Interesting. See, I never... Oh, wait. And I know you can prevent it from happening. I did not prevent it from happening. I, I did the fight. Okay. But that is a because, cool thing yeah. that you can just kind of circumvent it through a couple different means. And I, you know, I was reading about all this kind of stuff while I was trying to figure out what do I want to prioritize? How, how you know, what have That's I That's interesting because I didn't see, I didn't see that. But just the other night, I murdered an entire stronghold of goblins that burned down a town <laughs> in vengeance. So okay. like, yeah. I fucking hate goblins, man. They're such garbage. <laughs> They're easy to hate. I'm, yep. The nice thing about the safe scumming is I can kind of go into every situation like, I'm going to assume you're a good guy. And then they try to kill me, and it's like, okay, I'm just going to reload <laughs> this save. And instead of even talking to you, I'm just going to walk into this room and beat you to death because I know you're a bad guy. Sure. But, I mean, because you do have, like, the good intimidation, it makes sense that you would want to try talking every situation just to see what cool things you can do to, like... Absolutely. Turn things. And because yeah, I'm I'm sure. hoping for the best in everyone I come across, whether they look like a goblin or not. I want to be friends with everyone, but if... The, but, for example, there's this thing in the, the goblin stronghold where the la- lady's like, yeah, I'll help you out, but all of your friends have to leave the room. And it's like, okay, I'll send everyone out. It'll be just me. <laughs> <laughs> and then that doesn't go very well. And I'm like, all right reload i'm gonna walk in here close the door and we're gonna kill you i don't know i'm not even talking to you this time i i love the different approach you take because at some point like i wandered up to three goblins that were drunk and just having a good time in the middle of the road that were like saying how like yeah we stole a little bunch like we stole some guys and took them up or whatever and we burned down that town real good and then I had a bunch of options to talk to them, and I just fucking murked them. I just instantly killed all three of them because fuck those guys. I'm also I don't care what they have to say. I'm also trying to avoid combat because I do I do so bad during the combat. Like the the combat goes south so quickly. What and difficulty then it snowballs. Yeah. Just just regular, but I think That's it's just D&D, because though. yeah, I, I've been <laughs> hearing from a lot goes. of people like you kind of need to save scum and I'm sure it's not helping that I'm such a novice in this category. Um, so a lot of the times, like for example, the, like the goblin siege, it's, it's all about these, like these, uh, the, um, oil pits that are kind of set up and you want to light them on fire to do extra damage. But I needed to kind of learn like, okay, wait, if I push the barrel, does it explode on its own or do I need to shoot the barrel? Do I need to shoot it with fire? Right. So I have to kind of do these like test runs to be like, Okay, how do you play this game? Okay, now I think I know how this fight's supposed to go. Let me restart this. Totally fair. Yeah. yeah. Also, you do know that you can open up your inventory and throw shit from your inventory at any time, right? I've I've heard of that. I've never tried it. But I do have lots of stuff in my inventory where it's like, yeah, this is like a bomb. Or this is like an acid yeah. bomb and stuff. And I haven't really played around with that's that. That's another thing they don't like explicitly ever tell you. There's that a bunch of those There's things. a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of that stuff, which is what I like. I love that, but I could see that being really frustrating to be like, how am I supposed to get past this? Oh, I could literally just have this one item and it will kill everything in the room for me, basically, (laughs) including me. If I'm not careful, I guess is like 
the caveat. Yeah, I mean, so it, like it would be the equivalent of, of Breath of the Wild or Tears of the Kingdom where they gave you these powers, didn't tell you how they worked, expected yeah. you to use them in like high stress situations. And also there was four times as many powers. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm having a good time. I'm still playing it. Um, I love that I can go from my computer to the Steam Deck. I, when I was trying to get it up on the computer, I was looking at the Steam requirements, and they're like, you need an SSD. So I went down a bit of a rabbit hole of like, okay, can I get an SSD on my machine? You don't need an SSD if you're okay with just sure. waiting for loads for a little longer, which I that's fine with me. Um, sure. So, uh, yeah, being able to go back and forth is really nice. Um, and, yeah, having a good time. Yeah. Those save files are crazy big, too, just as a warning to anybody that's playing and oh, listening. Oh, are they? Because there's a yeah, lot of them. so, like... If there's a lot of them, but also arguably not enough of them naturally, like you, it expects you to save as much as you want because it auto saves pretty rarely uh, by itself. But um, yeah, like if your saves coming and stuff, maybe check your to make sure that you're not running out of hard drive space after a few hours because this is pretty pretty much the only like big game on my Steam Deck. And I got oh, the okay. big Steam Deck, so I think I'll be okay. The game by itself, though, yeah, is like 130 gigs. <laughs> so it's already taken up like yeah. a good like 20% of my Steam Deck, but I think I should be okay. Um, but that is good to know. Maybe I need to start deleting some of like, the early ones. I'm glad you're enjoying it, though. Uh, yeah. Do you think this is a gateway drug to for you to get into more D&D-like stuff? or The phrasing. No? I I don't know. Um, I kind of like that this is pretty tailored. The the one thing that that I'm yeah. not super drawn to uh, with D and D is, um, and you know this is the same with like my games is like kind of making your own fun and the improv aspect of it is right. Is, I, I'm kind of more into just and, and this is probably why I picked a pre made character as opposed to my own one. I kind of like just seeing like their story and playing through their story fair okay but we'll see i mean who knows yeah all right uh, what that's else all you've been, been playing? playing yeah yeah so uh moving out two came out i think yesterday today um i've been playing it for a couple of weeks now and uh i, I feel like it's, it goes pretty similar to overcooked in which overcooked one was fantastic overcooked two was just overcooked one again but they put online multiplayer that's what happened here mm-hmm. Moving out one was okay. great. Moving out two, they put online multiplayer, and it has a um, crossplay, so that's great. Uh, it's it's awesome to see that like most games these days have crossplay. Um, yeah, not a not a ton much to say. If you liked moving out, you're gonna like moving out too. They kind of twist up the formula a little bit. So you now you're moving in sometimes, so you got to take oh, stuff out shit. of the truck that's, and then that's put it against in advertising. Rooms. That's against the name. Yeah, can't do that. There's. Yeah. You know, they like playing with like physics and going, putting you in like weird dimensions. So there's like a candy dimension where, you know, I'm playing a two person mm, candy. Dimension. You have to pick up this like wrecking ball and move a couple steps to build momentum to break down walls and then you can move stuff through them. Um, Interesting. OK, you're you're, you're moving. Uh, there's a there's a farm level where the there was just goats in the area that just kept tackling us. And that was infuriating. Um it's good. Moving out is a really fun co-op game. Uh, so I'm so happy that this has online co-op with crossplay. I think it's actually launching on PlayStation Plus. 
Um, so if you are on the, the PlayStation ecosystem and have that, you should have access to this, and I would I would definitely give it a shot with, with some buddies for sure. So that's moving out too. Awesome. And then I've been playing a point-and-click adventure game called Frank and Drake that I'm not enjoying. Okay. What kind of drew me to this in its whole big sell is artistically, it was a lot of the animation was done in rotoscope. Um, so I was excited to kind of see how that was going to look. Unfortunately, it's the style of point-and-click adventure game where you don't see the character too often. You're, you know, clicking around in the room. So, yeah, there, there are rotoscoped kind of cutscenes where the character is like walking down a hallway. But then you're playing most of the game just kind of clicking on the stuff in the room without any rotoscoping happening. So it, it's it, it's not it's not totally rotoscoped and, and the rotoscope looks cool, but you don't get to see it all that often. Apart from that, though, that I just find it like really boring. I the story's kind of dull. It's really slow. It's about uh, two characters that become roommates. Seemingly, they had no choice. They were just like, the landlord was like, you have an open room here. If you're not going to pay for all of it, I'm putting a roommate in there. But they work on like different schedules. So at night, you play as one character. During the day, you play the other character. Um, this looks cool, though, it, the art style. The art style is cool, but again, you don't, you're probably seeing a lot of the rotoscope animation because that's like the snazzy, cool thing yeah. to see. True. You only see that for a couple seconds and then you spend most of the gameplay clicking and without that right. animation there. So got you. Okay. Yeah. Um, I almost wish it was more of like walking simulator esque or, or something where I was constantly seeing the cool rotoscoping because, yeah, I think that's a cool animation technique for sure. So, yeah, yeah, I just don't think when it comes to like adventure games or even like visual novels, like really kind of story heavy stuff. This one's just kind of not checking enough boxes for me, unfortunately. Um, you know, but that happens. That's life. Sure. And with that, let's do some news. Uh, yeah. we, had, we had a few release dates swap in October, which is kind of weird to see. Um, actually, I'll go with the first one that was announced. Assassin's Creed moved up a week. Uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage is now shipping earlier on October 5th so if hopefully you're done Starfield by then and then (laughs) going in the other direction Alan Wake 2 pushed back 10 days from October 17th to 27th and they literally cited there's a lot of games out we're trying to get a little bit out of the window (laughs) Um, that's great yeah good Thank you. Do you think they're looking back on when they launched like at the same time as Red Dead and they're just like, it's no, we can't. <laughs> Not, again. Again. Not again. Not again. Because I remember the, the I think the day Alan Wake launched, there was a new Prince of Persia game, Split Second and Blur also launched. And then Red Dead was like a week later or something like that. So Pretty what crazy. is it now? The 27th? It is now the 27th. It used to be the 17th. 10 extra awesome. days that's fine yeah that's what i'm saying it's like thank god <laughs> like yeah i need more time because october is, is not fucking around i thought i thought august was supposed to be a light day and then Baldur's gate 3 came out and immortals yeah. comes out in like a week like where was my break no one asked me I, if that was okay 
And Armored Core 6 next week as well. Yeah. Thankfully, I'd, I'm going to skip that one. And Texas Chainsaw Massacre tomorrow, but that's not really a game you play through. That is coming to Game Pass. That's true. Yeah. I'm also um, Sea of Stars is in like a week yep. or two. Oh, there's there's no Rush, way Cyber I'm getting to tomorrow. That. Too much stuff. Too much, man. What am I supposed to do? Yep. Um, no okay, we got some leaked video of what might be the PlayStation 5 Slim. Oh, I haven't seen this. Okay, let me quickly take a look. Visually, the only difference you can see from this 10, nine second video is there's like a slit on each side of the like panels, which, you know, if if the PlayStation 5 Slim is also the thing that is supposed to have a detachable disk drive, this might kind of lend itself to being able to take that disk drive off the side because of that slit. That thing's the slim. How does this look even more like a fridge? Fridge, what? Okay. If you look Um, at the one of the three pictures in the article, like at the top, the middle one, just because of the line, it looks like the top has a freezer. Oh, yeah. Sure. It looks like a fridge. (laughs) It does. Yeah. Yeah. Because everyone was saying the Series (laughs) X was the one that looked like the fridge, and then they made fridges. And now, and now it is. They made this a fridge. Yeah. If you look at that left image, people have pointed out that's two USB-C ports on the front. That is also a difference because the current PS5 has one USB-C, one USB regular. Yeah. Um, that's really all there is to to glean from this. Hmm. Okie dokie. Yeah. So theoretically, they'll probably announce that soon. I don't. I don't know. Uh, there was a THQ Nordic showcase. I didn't actually watch this, this, but a few things were uh, announced during it that that I'm sure are of interest to us. I'll first call out. Um, this was the official announcement of the T- Ninja Turtles Last Ronin game. Mm. Hell yeah. Yeah, because that got announced what, a couple months ago at this point. I think it got like. Leaked or just talked to i don't think it was a, i think this was the official i think nickelodeon mentioned it maybe around the time that the new movie was coming or like got like its first trailer i think it was like whatever event that happened at because i remember there was okay. like a mention and this and they, yeah this isn't even really a trailer you don't see anything it is just some motion graphics and the logo um and then i think the other big one is a new uh, south park game called snow day it's a 3d uh, like polygonal one, so it's not another like RPG from Ubisoft. Interesting. Okay. Uh, I didn't really hear. I'm like look, going through this, and I'm not really surprised that none of these mentioned anything. Oh, Trine Five is still coming. That's at the end of the month. Right. Put that yeah. on the list. Man, Holy the shit! They're making a Titan Quest two. Being developed by Grimoire. What else is in this? Now I gotta look. Again, I, I think these are these, these must be all be a lot smaller because none of these kind of broke out of this that 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 came across my feed. But yeah, if you guys want to call some stuff out, oh yeah, then the last Ronin trailer references a bunch of stuff from the the comic because I recognize a bunch of those scenes. No cast a new beginning. Okay. I'll write the new Alone in the Dark. I forgot about that. That comes out two days before the uh, Alan Wake 2 now, so... Wow, there was a lot of announcements from THQ Nordic. 
There were a lot. This is yeah, this is kind of crazy actually. Recreation. Oh weird, it's like a map building racing arcade racing thing. Yeah, recreation Almost has like been has been announced before. Not to me it hasn't. Mm. Yeah, this looks okay. I guess. Yeah, no, the uh, big one that uh, I definitely heard about was l the official last Ronin, like, yeah. announcement or whatever. Yeah. It'll be coming out in probably three years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I got a press release today for a game with a, re a release date of 2025, and I think that might be the first time I saw that. <laughs> uh, okay, last little bit of news stories. This was announced today. The Xbox 360 store will close July 2024. Uh, it had to happen eventually. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's like a fact up on, on the Xbox site on July 29th, Xbox will stop supporting the ability to purchase new games, DLC and other entertainment content from the 360 store on the console and 360 marketplace. Um, <clears throat> similarly, yeah. the movies and TV app will no longer function. Um, I guess that means you're not going to be able to view that content anymore. You will still be able to play your games. It will not affect your ability to play 360 games or DLC you have already purchased. So you pretty much have until the end of July of next year to buy some stuff on uh, on that storefront. Someone did write in uh, with a possible list of the games that we won't have access to. Maybe I can copy paste this for you guys in our chat. That we won't oh, have access to because that's going to be a it. giant list. No, because a lot of them uh, are backwards compatible on the current Xbox. Right. Yeah. True. Um. Okay. I mean, we can just read this out. Zero D beat drop. Arcadian Warriors. Battle Zone. Blazing Birds. Crazy Mouse. Crimson Alliance. That sucks. That's a great game. Uh, Double Dragon Two. Wander of Dragons. Fire Pro Wrestling. Fire Pro Wrestling, really? Weird. I thought that was out on the other stuff. Full House Poker, Fusion Genesis, Gel, Set and Match, Gion, 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 probably, Emotions, Hybrid, Jam, Live Music, Arcade, never even heard of that, Panzer General, Allied Assault, Rocket Bowl, Schizoid, Spyglass Board Games, Totem Pole, Wing Commander Arena, Wits and Wagers, Yoho, Kablamo, and Zombie Wranglers. I have not heard of most of these. Yeah, uh, that's the same as I haven't heard of most of these either, so. Yeah. I also don't even know how exactly how accurate it is. The person who posted it also did not seem to know if this was 100% correct, so. Fair, yeah. Anyway, but, uh, yeah, so if you're upset about Yoho Kablamo, you have just under a year to buy yourself a copy. Digitally, I guess. Sure, yeah. Let's do some questions. If you would like to send a question in for the show, topdownrespective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. Uh, this first one comes from a high day. For one day, you are in perfect health and immune to illness. You have access to any food and drink. What would be your dream lunch, dinner, and dessert? I feel like... So, 
what what's it why do you think that if like i'm not gonna get sick i'm like well now i can eat shit like what do you <sighs> mean <laughs> well i think it's more maybe like for example john you're lactose intolerant right yeah oh yeah. See, okay. so maybe it's something like that where you have like a dietary restriction i don't but I don't it, either. But, so I think for me, it's just like, what food do I want to eat? Because I'm not going to sit I, here and be like, yeah. the I assume, sun. I assume the other point is that there's food that might like might have a chance of being poisonous, like fugu or something like that. Okay. Or you want to try something oh, like that. Oh, sure. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't think I do. I mean, yeah, I'd probably down like a ton of ice cream. Ice cream? Like that's the one you'd go nuts on? Probably. Like that, I'm, that not that, I'm not that much of an eater to begin with, so that's the thing. And this doesn't say, like, it won't taste like crap, so just means you're not going to throw up. Sure, yeah. yeah. I don't have a dietary restriction, so, like, I don't know, a really good sandwich, an, another really good sandwich for dinner, and... <laughs> just so many good sandwiches. I would love three good sandwiches? Hell yeah, that's a great day. Give me some firehouse subs, baby. Yeah, I'm the same as Sean. I don't have whatever I feel like eating. I would eat, and that goes with tonight and tomorrow as well. So, well, we're lucky. J- well, because like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another thing. Like, some you could someone could be allergic. I'm I'm not allergic to any foods. Right. I, you know, I'm I'm, I'm not spicy. I don't like. I do like spicy foods, so it's not like I need to. Ooh, avoid that. I would. Some spicy would be nice too, because my body hates spicy. So I'm gonna get some like okay, ice cream. So, you so John, you're the spicy. one. What do you yeah, want? Apparently, I want. Give me like. Give me like suicide wings or like just like the hottest wings you can get. Like as long as it doesn't okay. like actually sure. mess me up, let's go. Okay. Well, I can't. Well, it says it can't. Legally. You're immune to the for one, one day. day for one day. Yeah. So I don't know if like the lingering effects later are just like, yep, the here oh. goes your stomach line. So you got to eat it like as soon as the clock starts and hope. Yeah, you got to eat it hours. and make sure it's out of your system yeah. before it's out of your system. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, if you do the suicide wings and then. Like just down a ton of ice cream, that's it'll just true. work itself out. <laughs> that would pre- that would be pretty neutral at that point. <laughs> I don't know. I did the like, I don't. I can't remember if I talked about it on the show. I did the one chip challenge, the the pack high one chip challenge, yeah. and I downed a ton of ice cream afterwards. And I still had to make myself vomit because my stomach was not okay. Yeah, gross. That that sounds terrible. That does sound awful. It was it was terrible, but now I have a fun story. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Joseph writes, it's been a long day for you, but the day isn't over. It's a TDP recording day. Very true. It starts out great. You get a feeling of deep fulfillment as you talk, knowing you're infringing the lives what of your podcasts are they listening to? My God. And, yeah. What? What? Yeah. <laughs> Opposite day. Uh, this is good. Life is good. Then it's question time. <laughs> Actually, this is kind of true. Your stomach turns. Hopefully no genie questions this week. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But your wish, ironically, was to no avail. All the community questions are genie questions, oh, all of them. Okay, great. Just as a sidebar before I continue this, we take a lot of those and just delete the genie part out. So we still take the questions. Wait, what? Without- Is that actually true? I didn't know that. Yeah. We get that shit every fucking week. We get somebody saying a genie thing and we just delete the word genie usually. <laughs> uh, except this one. 30 minutes of your life you'll never get back. You're more tired of genie questions than you've ever been. This is worse than our hot dogs a sandwich, you say aloud to no one. I think I, I like didn't that realize just standing up. This is worse. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize I could be more tired of genie questions than I already was. And as you say that, a genie appears. Oh my I can God. fix that, the genie says. 
pull my finger and you will never be asked a genie question again. Do you pull the genie's finger? I mean, I don't no. give a shit. I find it hilarious, so no. <clears throat> Do I pull the genie's finger? That seems like, yeah, a bad time waiting to happen. There's there's no way. Like, why would the, ge the genie is dooming itself to no you can't trust. Yeah. You can't trust the genie. That's the that's, whole crux that's of the, it. That's the whole point. That's the narrative. Yeah. We, like, we, we deal with this every week. Yeah. So no. It's our Thank it's our sign off the at the end pointless. of every episode. Remember, <laughs> don't trust the genie. Yeah. See you next week. Thank you for the most pointless question we've had in a while. Oh I appreciate God. that. And the longest. Well, sure. Sure. <laughs> VGC Kenny has a question in I'm here. Pretty so close. Maybe. Pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> maybe right. it'll be beaten. Never mind. <laughs> Rasterman Seven says, "Evil Wizard Gabriel Eni is back at it again." God damn it. <laughs> It Wait, got through! I didn't notice! I usually just look for the word genie when I copy and paste! <laughs> <laughs> Is Gabriel oh. Eni an actual thing? G Eni. No, it's G Eni. Okay, alright, got ya. That went right over my head. Son of I a bitch! How do I not me. notice all this half the time? This is incredible. Uh, Evil Wizard Gabriel Eni is back at it again, this time dastardly swapping the main characters from video games where they are very talkative, Gex and Bubsy, to ones where they are mute, such as Ness, Red, Shell, among others. What games as a result have become playable and unplayable? I almost want to see Bubsy in Portal now. Like, just, I want to hear, I want to hear Bubsy, Wheatley, and GLaDOS all talking. And just, I want to just hear my speakers melt. I just want this to happen now. Puzzle games where there is constant talking is the worst. That feels so bad. Portal reached a good like thing of there's talking, but then they give you some time to do the thing, and then there will be more talking while you like walk to the next thing, and that's fine. But like I'm thinking like God of War had this problem where every time it would get to like a puzzle you had to do in the environment, they wouldn't shut the fuck up about maybe you should do this or maybe you should look oh, at this. You it's mean like, Ragnarok. Oh my god. Okay. And Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so you can turn any those puzzle down, game, by the way, for the record. Like you're gonna You cannot that. turn them off though. <laughs> I bet they added that in. I'm sure at this point they probably added that in. But maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? Yeah, Sean, you yeah, got like I'm trying to, I'm one. trying to think like what, like if Gordon talked in Half Life, would that be kind of weird? I, like I, I think if he was like wisecracking, that would that you would lose something in Half Life. Yeah, what everyone's like Link? super serious, and then you've got like some Duke Nukem ass motherfucker going on about yep. it's time to hit some things with a crowbar. That's another. Like, thing. What if, if Link started saw, saying some weird shit? Like you kill an Octorok, he's like, "I Octorokt his world" or some dumb like would, one liner. That's just After the cartoon. Everything. That's just the cartoon that existed. That's true. Yeah. Now, now that you mentioned Duke Nukem, what if you took away Duke's voice, so everything else in the world is like stupid, and he's just silent? That would be kind of disappointing. Be Him just being like dropping cheesy one liners <laughs> is half the fun. I guess that's just Turbo Overkill because Johnny doesn't talk. Yeah. So. True. Yeah, I don't know if anything would be like unplayable, but it would definitely like things would change tonally quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Do Do you want Link to talk? No, I don't. 
I'm okay yeah, with it either I think way, I'm, honestly. I think I'm good. I think I'm good with it. Link also emotes a lot. Like, at least you get a lot of third-person emoting, so you're he, there is some communication, as opposed to, like, Gordon, for example, which you, like, barely see his face. Yeah. I think if you take Big Bo talking to you a bunch out of Binary Domain, that becomes, like, 50% worse of a game. Sure. Okay. Sukasuka writes... Could a game's name ever be considered a spoiler? Apparently, a lot of the times Nintendo they are. thought that. Yeah. <laughs> Nintendo but thought like, that right. with what? Uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Remember how they were just like being weirdly cage about re- revealing the name of it? Do you mean like with England because the Queen? Well, died? No, not even with that. No, not even with that. They were just like we're calling it the sequel to Breath of the Wild. Oh, my assumption is oh. they just hadn't come out with the name yet, mm. and it was just. Like uh, a pro- but now that I think about title. it, uh, Bravely Default won. I don't remember how that's a seat. Uh, Bravely Default 1 has a, it like, it's like Bravely Default Flying Fairy. Oh, okay, sure. Okay. Hmm. But and is then, that the official title, or is that just what, like... Yeah, Bravely Default the, the Flying Fairy is the, is the actual name of the game. Oh, okay. All and right. then, like, later on, you understand what it means, and you're like, oh... I don't... But wait, are you sure? It, it doesn't say that on the box, though, right? Uh, yeah, it does. Oh, I don't remember that at all. I remember the, I, the menu I can go get my game updating. and check. Maybe I'm making it no, up. No, no, I'll, I'll, I well, it's okay. <laughs> I just remember, I remember the menu, uh, the the main title updating. Yeah. When like the twist happened, but I don't remember that seeing that on the on the box. But my my, I don't oh. think it can, um, because like oh, you know the, what? Actually, Sean the, is right. It is not on the American box art. Um, is it on any of the box arts? Bravely second does it. Uh, has the subtitle on there? Okay, and maybe that's what yeah. Because with because one, there's a twist, and then the main menu updates, and it's like, oh, cool, 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 cool. Um, I think because when you're creating the art, it, there's a title for it, and oh yeah, some versions do. The Japanese version does it. Uh, mm. ours didn't, and the European one didn't. So only the Japanese one actually did it. Can't think of an example where the title could be a spoiler, and the only way it could be a spoiler because even if even if Brave Default did have it, like in your scenario, you won't know what that means until you reach a, a part of that story. So yeah. you can't. It, so it, it's not spoiling anything. It needs the context yeah. around it as well. Yeah, because like Horizon Zero Dawn is a huge spoiler when you know what Zero Dawn is. <laughs> well, <laughs> it doesn't whatever. even. Like, it's well. There's a bunch I, of games. Like I would that. argue against that, too, because Zero Dawn's just a name. Sure, if you know what it is, you know more yeah, about the story, the but just yeah. see, hearing the name, you know. Yeah, no, you need the context around it to make it a spoiler. Yeah, and I feel like this, like a spoiler needs context or it doesn't. It's not actually a spoiler. Sure, yeah, I think that's probably fair. Uh, Dead writes in, what are some examples of content you consume which soothes you, which isn't movies, TV, games, or music related? Books, right? Reading. Books. I'm just trying to think, I'm just trying to think, like, what content is left. A podcast, yeah. actually, podcast is probably a good one for me. Podcast, sure, yeah. Content-wise, I, I don't read a lot of books these days. Yeah, it, it's books, I've been reading comics lately, if it's, so. If it's <laughs> Sleeping. There you go. I can see that's not content. Sleep. That's not I, content. No, though. it is to me because I am unconscious and I can't tell the difference. 
Okay. I don't. All right. I'm not going to argue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, w- I would probably say reading is the only one I got. Yeah. And yeah, mine's podcasts. VGC Kenny writes in and says, there's a lot, so please bear with me. The year is 2035, the 50th anniversary of Mario Brothers. Nintendo had two big releases to mark the occasion. The first is a remake of Super Mario Brothers 1, 2, Lost Levels, and 3 with new content for each game. So All-Stars 2, I guess. Okay. What, what new content would you like to see for those games? Uh, let's do that first because there's, there's like a big paragraph. Yeah. Okay. Uh, more levels. That's all it needs. Yeah, more levels. One that would be fun is if they uh they put in like a a different character. You know, it doesn't have to be a new character. Maybe oh, yeah. maybe it's Peach or something, and they have a slightly different physics, but oh. it's the same levels. So you can kind of just like yeah, I can like jump over this thing this now because I have a super jump. That reminds me, there was like mm. a really good Flash game in like the late like around 2008, 2012, somewhere in that range, uh, that took Nintendo characters from other games and made them go through Mario 1. Like, you could play as Simon Belmont, Sophia the Third from Blaster Master, all this other stuff. I cannot remember what it was called, but that... Yeah, this was a Newgrounds game, I think, Yeah, this was, like, the best... I remember The best-case scenario for, like, added content. It was just... It was so vastly different, so fun. That's cool, yeah. That would be cool. Mario Bros. Crossover, apparently, is what it was called. Awesome. I, I might revisit that. Let me write that one down. Yeah, no, that's a good one. I'm going to look up the characters in that one, but yeah. Uh, Didn't yeah. they do similar with this with uh, like NES Remix? Kind of. NES Remix is great. Like if they added some of those ideas as new content to like beat a level a certain way or like stuff like that, that would be kind of cool. An easy way to do some new content. Online multiplayer being able to actually connect with like somebody and especially because the multiplayer in those games, except for the battle mode was literally just you taking turns anyway. Mm. So you want like the new super Mario bros multiplayer, but for these old pixel art. Absolutely not. I fucking hate that. I mean like the, just add in like the ability to connect with somebody to play multiplayer, not just local co-op such an easy thing. Well, but what is the multiplayer? Just like you take turns yeah, like oh, the okay. same as before. Yeah. Uh, I think it'd be cool. Like you play at the same time and you just kind of see a ghost of the other person and you can kind of race. Okay. Isn't that That's what that fan cool Mario idea. 35 style game did? Was just you see the ghosts of the other players? I don't know. I it reminds so. me of um, Super Mario Bros. Deluxe on the Game Boy Color. Yeah, there was a race that mode ghost you could, mode. Like, you could like send... Yeah, like Marvel's walls Luigi. and stuff to each other. Yeah, that was cool. That's a cool idea. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah. Add a 99 mode for each game. Oh, yeah, there you go. That wouldn't be a bad idea either. A speed a speed run mode. Just put like a counter. Up. Yeah. Just more content's really all it needs. Uh, yeah. All right. The other big release is a new Super Mario game. It's big, fun, challenging, everything you've come to expect from a Mario game, but it's also exciting and fresh and wonderful. However, at the end of the game, in a big play to stop Bowser once and for all, Mario sacrifices himself. (laughs) And after 50 years, just like that, Mario is dead. The Mario universe goes on, and Nintendo confirms that the next game in the series will involve Mario's child or children. 
How do you react? How does the world react? And how long does Mario stay dead? Minimum one and a half years. You're talking about a series that literally has a mushroom you eat to get an extra life. Like that they would never. Mario definitely comes back eventually. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I think Nintendo would do instead of killing Mario off is they would make him old man Mario similar to Donkey Kong. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then he would just show up with a big long beard and be like, hey. And it would be his kid, Barrio or something. Barrio, oh my god. Because that's that's what they all do. Or it's or isn't isn't the kid's name Baby Mario? Oh no, that's Mario no, that's as him. a baby. That's, that's Mario. Mario. Right. Yeah, no, that's yeah. Right. yeah. Uh how would I react? I don't care. Yeah, I also don't care, but I think it would be pretty gutsy. I they would never do it. I'd be more impressed totally. if they did it, if they did, honestly. Yep. They did it to Donkey totally. Kong. <laughs> yeah, but Rare did that technically. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't think they would do it either. Um, but yeah, that would. Uh, yeah, I don't think they'll do it. Ace Veer writes, "What is the condiment sauce you must have on your hot dog, and why is it chipotle mayo?" Ugh, mayo. Gross. I think chipotle mayo is awesome, so I would absolutely do that. But the I think the the default one is mustard. Oh, I hate mustard. Yep. I hate yellow mustard. It makes me actually oh, sick. Definitely mustard. Like my, my body, it actually makes me sick. Like legitimately. Okay. I'm not joking. That, I'm not. <laughs> I believe you. I'm, not, I'm just stating for people. I'm just like, no, I really don't like yellow mustard. Like Dijon mustard, great. Actual yellow mustard, audibly. I'll, like, I'll take Dijon over yellow mustard, yeah. but I'm totally fine with yellow yeah. mustard. Usually when uh-huh. I go, there's like, when I go to Peter's here to grab like a hot dog or something like that, I'll get like ketchup. Ketchup's my always go to, but relish is also good. And they have like a, like a weird sauce they throw on there too, which is like a like a nice sauce. Oh, a weird on. sauce. What it, like what is it? I don't actually remember what it's called. Like it's just it's like probably cute. like a chipotle mayo. I don't think it's a. Chipotle what color mayo. is it? Red. Is it? And it's not ketchup. And it's not ketchup. Is it's, it spicy? It's it's, it's like a it's kind of like an oil in a way. Like it's a like a looser looking sauce they throw on there. Okay. I don't know what it is, but it's delicious. So. I think it's, uh, I think yeah, it's just a answer, red sauce. The answer is mustard, and hot dogs are the one occasion I will actually use ketchup because I fucking hate ketchup, but I will use some sometimes. I don't hate ketchup, but I never want it anymore. Um, yeah, mustard, mustard's the go-to. I also like just how many varieties of mustard there are. There's, like, no varieties of ketchup for the most part. There's, like, maybe three. There's purple, no. there's green. Mayo, <laughs> chup, or whatever there is now. Oh. <laughs> I hate mayo too. Heinz so went on a rampage like a couple years back and made some weird combinations. I I like mayo. Mayo's great. I'll, I'll put mayo on like any sandwich. So, but yeah. oh, isn't there like doesn't Whataburger have like a spicy ketchup that the internet is like creaming their jeans about all the fucking time? Probably that. I don't know. You can get spicy ketchup at like Safeway. I've I've definitely bought that before. I have a I have a mustard with jalapenos in it right now in my fridge that sounds great yeah spicier the better that's i love that's i love spicy food uh linebacker writes with tdp plus now over what were some of your favorite moments from it also top three slash bottom three games from it that's why i put the list in here because i need to yeah. reference it <clears throat> ah, okay okay top well, three you- for me i think is into the breach hades okay <clears throat> need to pick another one Looking at this list, we did a lot, man. We did do a lot. Yeah. Yep. Oh my god. Yeah, I need to. <laughs> there's so many to go through. There were so many there's in here so that many. I just like didn't even remember what. Like, one of them I had completely forgotten. What was it? 
Oh, Katana Zero. I, I barely remember Eagle Island. Jimmy and the Pulsating Mass. Don't remember that one. That day. one was really cool. That was an Earthbound like RPG. Yeah. It was really neat. Yeah. Um. Maybe one Yakuza of my Zero is my third. One of my favorites easily was uh, Balan Wonderworld because of a weird rabbit hole I went into, like mm. studying that game. Oh, Neon White <laughs> was really good too. Umarangi Generation is one of my least favorite. I remember being really upset with that one. I liked that one. Pizza Tower was another one. I, I'm thinking of like ones that made good episodes, not just the games I liked out of these. I thought that one was particularly pretty good. Yeah, Pizza P- Tower. Pizza Tower was good. I, in terms of best moments, I don't know if anything's going to beat The Quiet Man. The Quiet yeah, Man the was Quiet a pretty Man good episode. Also probably one of the worst games <laughs> we played. Uh, for my least favorite, oh, I, uh, definitely I Fire Emblem Shadow, whatever. I didn't fucking care about Shadow that. Shadow Dragon. I remember when Shadow we did Dragon. Rage, the Rage episode, like none of us liked Rage. Not a single one of us. We were just like, oh, this And we did that sucks. one in person. We yeah. did in person, yeah, at my mom's yeah. house. Like the, um, that might be the one TDP Plus game we did in person. Yeah. And we were all kind of like, yeah, this game's kind of eh. Yeah. Oh, Bugs Next was another good one for me because I wasn't even going to play that thing. I ended up loving it. Oh, yeah. Fight and Rage. Hell yeah. Oberdeen was Fight good. Rage was great. Oh, Oberdeen is. I love that game. I didn't like Bug Fables that much. So that one probably okay, is Sonic Adventure 2 bad. sucks. <laughs> yeah, but I knew that going into it, so I didn't have any expectations. Oh, man, Ape Out is awesome, too. <laughs> I don't remember us talking about Ape Out at all. We did a TV I also Plus don't on remember. that? Apparently, yeah. like, I do not remember our conversations. Oh, no, that makes sense, because I was playing it on, like, a, a trip to PAX East. It's it's hard for me to call out specific moments, because I really don't remember yeah. us, like, what we talked about for a lot of these ones. I, oh, I remember Dream Daddy, because it was the first one, and I think that might be, like, our longest one we went, because that was, like, an hour 15. And Which you, one? most of these are, like, 30 to oh. 45 minutes. Which one was the longest? Dream Daddy. Oh, Dream Daddy, yeah. the first one. Remember you all oh, got contradiction. About, that game's great. Remember you all got pretty upset about Eagle Island, right? Because it Eagle was like, Island sucked. We all hated it for yeah. different reasons, but like it was all like uh, apparently they did like a, a remastered version later that fixed a lot of our complaints. I remember Backbone's Man. conversations being kind of interesting because we like looked into the Kickstarter and all the things that had to get cut from it, yeah. and then the second game yeah. came out from that. There's a there's like a Backbone prequel or something like that that came out. Yeah, I don't think it's out yeah. yet, unless it, I missed it. I di- I played it at a, oh man, PAX West, I think, last year. Mm. One of the PAXs, I played the prequel. I hated Lego City Undercover. Oh, okay. I can't believe we did a Cookie Clicker episode. That was I, a good episode, I though. Think, I think that was my <laughs> suggestion, too. I think you I picked think. that yeah. as, like, a way to stop like Final Fantasy X or something. Something like that. Yeah, I think it, that was a meme oh. play, I believe. I remember that actually because you were playing another Final Fantasy and it was like yeah, I, can't I was in like the RPGs process of playing 10 for like a different video. I was like, I can't do 10 and 10 2 at the same time. I will go insane yeah. and it will ru- oh, right. ruin the other. Linebeck yep. in the chat is saying that I think Quiet Man is the longest at an hour and a half. That makes sense. Dicey Dungeon is a great game. I didn't like that one much, but it wasn't like a top bottom three rather for me 
Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff there that people can still access if they are patrons. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, it's all still there. I'm just gonna take a quick swing here. Katana Zero, uh, Fight and Rage. These are for your top three. These are my top three. I'm trying to figure what that third one was. I saw on the skim that would be it. Uh, probably. Oberdin, yeah. Oh yeah, Oberdin, Fight and Rage, and I don't remember you being a huge Oberdin fan, but that's I, cool. It, I don't. I forget if I skipped that episode because I was still in the process of playing it or what. But like, I actually really ended up enjoying that by the end. Oh, okay. I was very pleasantly yeah, surprised I, about it. I don't remember yeah. if you were on it or not, but yeah, Oberdin is such like a cool and unique game. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's such a good game. Katana Zero, Oberdin, and Fight and Rage. Like, there's like I'm skimming this list. This list is huge. I'm just like, oh, Jimmy the Pulsating Mass was there. One Step from Eden, Observation, Hades. There's there's five so years. many good that's, games on this list. It's like sixty games we did. It's a lot. There's a bunch of games that. I would have never played that I ended up loving from yeah. this list. So like that. Yeah. yeah. Like Jimmy and the pulsating mass. I really, really liked, uh, and there was no way in hell I was going to play that on my own. You kidding? I really but wish yeah, I had that finished that. Good. Cause I got like three quarters through the game and now I don't remember the plot at all. Yeah. I got like halfway through and it just was so long. There was so much to do. The last thing I remember is I was going to school. Uh yeah, out of least favorites, uh, Good Life was kind of eh. Good Life was bad. That's a bad game. Yeah, Quiet Man true. was bad. Yep, in a good way. But yes. Yeah. <laughs> See, some of these I also wasn't even on, so this is just a little rough for some of these. Battle for King Bottom was kind of eh. Yeah, it was eh, but I was expecting it to be bad, so I kind of liked it. Cyber Shadow disappointed me, but I wouldn't say it was a bad game. Yeah, yeah for sure. Agreed. Bug Fables I did not like, but I liked the story. I just didn't like the gameplay, so it wasn't for me. Uh, I don't remember our Super Mario Bros. conversation, but that probably wasn't a great one. I don't think it was that long of an episode, all things considered. I think we were surprised. Oh, we got, I do like, remember. That's where we found out Sean's never beaten. Uh, I still haven't beaten Right. <laughs> Still haven't, be, still haven't beaten I, it. I got to the last stage and I was like, I'm, I'm tired of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this makes me wonder. We, we got to come up with like a, a video game Mount Rushmore that we each have to force each other to play through at some point or something. Check Ooh, in on it. That, that would be rough. We'd have to definitely set some parameters so that yeah. someone isn't just like four RPGs. No. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, four, <laughs> I mean, four games of reasonable length. Yeah, oh, that's an interesting idea, for sure. Or, like, an a at least an hour of each or something, if it's too long. Yeah, yeah, like, dip your toe in, yeah. That's an idea. We should talk about that off <laughs> air. Maybe we yeah. could do something like that. That sounds fun. Is it me next? Uh, I think it's actually me. I just wasn't sure if we were done okay. talking about this list or not. Uh, Phantom Agents writes in and says, Ahoy, TDB crew! Out of these characters, who would be Blossom, Bubbles... Or Buttercup, and lastly, Professor Utonium. I don't know. I'm out. I have anger issues, but also so does Paul. So, <laughs> real. So I guess that the Buttercup's up for grabs. So, like, what is their defining trait between these three? Blossom's the leader. Bubbles is literally like the bubbly one. And Buttercup is like the toughest the fighter. She, one? Yeah, yeah, the, the angry tough one. one. She always starts fights. 
I don't think any of us are bubbles. No. Nathan's bubbles. Nathan, actually, Nathan would actually be bubbles. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, what's uh, the professor's thing? I don't know. He's, he's just dad. he's just their dad, but also a scientist. He, he made. He's also them. very he's goofy. Dad. So. Okay. Well, okay. if you're if you guys were taking Buttercup, so that leaves Blossom for me. Yeah, you're. Blossom yeah, you're easily sure. Blossom. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. You can see that. I don't care. Honestly, I don't give a fuck. Uh, you guys have to share Buttercup, <laughs> I guess. We have to share Buttercup. I mean, I'm cool with also being the Utonium, so to coin okay, toss. Okay, you can be Utonium, and there you go. Yeah, there, there you, go. you go. But like, there, there's no hesitation on Nathan being Bubbles, which is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, Endless Beat writes, what video game series would each of you want to see adapted into an animated cartoon series the most, not counting ones that already exist, like Mario, Sonic, Pokemon, etc.? Tetris. Yeah, you think there's enough story there? I think they. I just want to see what they would do. That's what okay. I want to see. Yeah. They made Angry Birds work. Um. So Chris Tales is supposed to have one, so I'm not going to count that. But I would love oh, really? that animation. Okay. More, yeah. Yeah. When I was thinking about these, more. it was mostly like really kind of art focused ones that were coming to mind. Like yeah. I think Ori would be pretty cool. Oh yeah, that'd be that'd be nice. Yeah. Sure. Um, Kenna Bridge of Spirits. Okay. Osiris Wrath is basically an anime that yeah. you have to mash the yep. X button, but I would just love a second season. <laughs> yeah, because I had two movies, so I don't know if that counts. But I would also love to Professor see Layton had a movie, but I'll take a show. Phoenix Wright has a show and movies and yeah. live action show. Almost anything Capcom has movies like or like a show because Mega Man has multiple. Or, yeah. Does Shantae have a show? That seems like a slam. No, that would be a fun one. That would be a good yeah. one. Yeah. What about a River City Girls? Or would they, do they have a show? Did River City Ransom ever get a show? I don't think any of the River City things had, had one. Though. No. That seem, there's a lot of like story in the River City Girls, so that seems like another slam dunk. You could easily do a Phoenix Wright where like every week it's a different case. I mean, they, they did they, Phoenix Wright. It yeah. has an anime. Yeah, it has oh, an anime. Okay. It has that makes sense. movies. It has live action. <laughs> They've Phoenix, done a lot. Phoenix has a lot. Action. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of those games. Oh, someone says WarioWare yeah. Inc., an animated series. Ooh, Warrior, yeah, there's a lot of characters, so that would be good for that sure. Would be really yeah, good. That'd be fun. Astro and their PlayStation adventures. Isn't Sonic have like a weird Sonic and Friends, like little kids, young kids show now? Or is that just a thing they're doing on TikTok? Isn't that every Sonic show is a young kid's no, show? No, I mean like like four year yeah. old. Uh, yeah, they have like a super chibi young Sonic thing okay. going on. I don't know if that's I'm more of a Sonic Underground what. stan. Yeah, not, there's not a lot surprised. of Sonic. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That'll do it for questions. Thanks everyone for writing in. If you want to write in for next week, top down perspective at gmail.com at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. What is your game of the week? Turbo Overkill. Yeah. Uh, and mine will go to Baldur's Gate. Obvi. Nice. All right, we'll Obvi. see you guys next week. Remember, don't trust a genie. <laughs> <laughs> the callback. The yep. callback. <laughs>